This episode of The Movie Men is brought to you by media sales consultant Tim DeArmond. Your source for daily traditional and digital marketing insights and advice. For more information, check out the link posted in the show notes below. Hello. Hi. Are you okay? Yeah. No, I'm. I'm, Yeah. No, I'm. I'm. I'm great. (laughs) Uh Oh, that doesn't sound great. No, I'm. I'm. I'm good. Okay. Well, I hope the rest of the audience is good too. Welcome to the Movie Men podcast. (laughs) I hope everyone else is a little more genuinely good. Yeah. No, I'm honestly, I'm good. Okay. I don't know why. I don't know why I started like that. Well, that's fine. I'm it, good. It was I'm like good. a hook. You hooked us in. Like we're all curious now. Yeah. Like, is he okay? Yeah. Uh, it's a pro- plot twist. Mm-hmm. Turns out he's fine. <laughs> Turns out he's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, take 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 it away. I feel. I honestly, I feel under the circumstances, mm-hmm. under the under the genre that we did, the film that we did. Right. Um, I feel I kind of feel like the guest here. Oh, hey. I kind of feel like this is your My, this is your domain. That's, so take it away, good right. sir. Well, we are going to start. What episode is this? Even number forty-five. Yeah, this is number forty-five. We're five episodes away from our fiftieth episode, right? Which is which we may we maybe have something up our sleeve. For. Oh, we totally. Well, we totally do. I'm excited about it. I think you're excited about it. Very. Yeah. Um, But yeah, so it's crazy to believe this is already episode 45. And uh, if you didn't follow along or you don't listen to every single episode, this was an episode where we, again, as our usual practice, had the audience vote on what movie we reviewed. And this time the category was movies that I've seen that I thought are important for movie viewers to watch, but Brady hasn't seen. Right. And the so human centipede. <laughs> no, not even drag me, drag me, drag me to hell. <laughs> no way. The room. Uh, yeah, that that is valid. That's a good movie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, uh, Top Gun was the winner, and uh, yeah. it it got a lot, pretty good response from uh, from the audience interaction. Um, which Top Gun. Yeah, top a gun. film where a five foot eleven or a five foot seven guy stands on a box so that he looks like he's five foot eleven throughout the entire film. It should be noted at this point. One of the reasons this made my list of movies Brady hasn't seen is because he would have never watched it because it has Tom Cruise in it, who he just loathes. I and I don't honestly. I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know why. I don't know why I loathe them. That's okay. Like, there's no personal, actual... <laughs> I think at one point... I can't remember... I, honestly, I can't remember what sparked it, but I think... I think the whole Tom Cruise thing... Um, I think it's just a hill that I feel like I have to die on now. <laughs> like you've because taken it's it become so become a part of my... Well, it's become a part of my movie fan identity. Right. That I hate Tom Cruise. Right. Um, <laughs> you know, I like, I don't, and I, uh, yeah. 
Anyways, mm-hmm. so I I went into this film having not seen it. Yep. Uh, by the way, spoilers. Spoilers. I went into this film. Sure. Um, w- watching it with someone who also hadn't seen it. Okay. Yep. And I would say was in the same place that I was in. Okay. Which I will call optimistic skepticism. Mm, okay. So neither of us really wanted to watch it. Sure. We're like, eh. Yep. All right. Well, there's other movies I'd rather watch tonight, but, you know, <laughs> friggin' podcast. <laughs> right. So watched it. Mm-hmm. Um, but also both went in going, but this could be really great. Okay. Like didn't 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 go in saying this is going to be awful. So went in saying open minded. I'm yeah. Went in saying I don't want. I like I'm just not interested. Sure. Um, which I think maybe doesn't quite parallel how you felt about Ghostbusters. No, I think you, it would parallel what how I felt about Edward Scissorhands. And I right. I would, and I'm going to be honest. I don't know. Like I was open with that one, but I was. If there's like a like a pointer to which side I was a little bit more on, I was more on the low thing of like, well, let's get this done with, and then I ended but, up. But interestingly, mm-hmm. in- interestingly, you could like you could almost say you ended up adoring the film. You really oh. you thought, wow, this is this is yeah. there's so much here that I didn't realize. Yeah, and and uh, again, totally different kind of movies like Edward Scissorhands and Top Gun. But yeah, it was I had like the total polar opposite of what I was expecting with Edward Scissorhands. Sure. I'll also point out, mm-hmm. I don't think it was the film specifically that I was dreading. Mm. Okay. Right? Like, I honest, I think if it, I think if it was... Um, Patrick Swayze. I think if it was Top Gun starring uh, <laughs> Matt Damon. Or Sean, or, something. or Sean Connery. Or Sean Connery, or or <laughs> Alec Baldwin, or whoever. Right. <laughs> uh, I don't think I would have been dreading it as much. I don't think I would have. Right. You know, I, I I think it was. I think a lot of it was Tom Cruise. Right. Um. I I knew nothing really. Like I knew it was about fighter jets, obviously. Sure. Um. But that was kind of it. That was the extent of my knowledge. Yep. Um. And so I I like I didn't even I had no reason to be fundamentally against it except for. Scientology boy, right? Um, which, which we like we. I, I should also acknowledge, like I'm not in the Tom Cruise for president 2020 boat. Like, if you do enough digging on most celebrities or in most human beings in general, there's probably some dirt or some weird stuff that you're like, eh. but uh, I oh, don't and fundamentally I mean, I, hate him. I no no no, and I poke fun and I tease right. about the Scientology thing. I yeah. don't like I I. I don't hold that against him mm-hmm. from an actor standpoint because right. who you are, right. you know, who you are off like, and this, I mean, maybe this is kind of a gray area, right. uh, but, but I think your personal life mm-hmm. and who you are as an actor and, and the skills and talent that you have right. are, are two completely separate categories. Right. Point in case, yeah. point in case, Bill Cosby is a horrible human being. Right. Yeah, it's hilarious. But yeah. he's hilarious. Yeah, his stand-up comedy, all the roles that he's played. He's mm-hmm. an incredible comedian. He's a great actor. Right. Um. And so and so I, you know, in in the the wake of all the stuff that he's done, I still watch his stuff. Right. 
Yeah, because there's right? a separation um, of yeah, like you said, personal and what he's done professionally. Right. Yeah. You know, there's and 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 yeah. So, anyways, um, all of that aside, so, Top Gun. So so what? So now I'm just so 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 curious. Like, what did you think of it? Just in a nutshell, when you turned the DVD player off and went on with your life. In a nutshell, well, it was a Blu-ray because I'm not a caveman. Um, <laughs> Sorry, when you turned the VHS player off. The laser disc, um, <laughs> which is total pain in the ass. I had to flip it over halfway through. It was, you it's know, worth anyways. it. Um, it, I would say, I would say probably very similar, honestly, to how you felt about Ghostbusters. Okay, that's fair. I would say. I didn't hate the film sure. by any means. Yep. There was no moment where um, there was no moment where I went, ooh, that's a bad moment or mm. this makes this a bad film. Sure. Um, but I have, I would say I've got some, I've got a, definitely a list of praises. Cool. Um, and I would definitely say I have a list of criticisms. <laughs> Is the top? We'll get there, but is the top of the criticisms the eerily unrealistic and just weird volleyball scene? No, no, because <laughs> that's honestly, a bone. Of, that's a bone of contention for a lot of people. Really, I didn't think it was that unreal. Like that scene didn't strike me as anything so, unusual. So I'm not. I'm not sure how big into volleyball you are, but like, if you were to just gather with some friends playing volleyball, yeah. you you would oil yourself. And flex like, like a model like after every like good play. Well, I don't know. I think I. Yes, but. <laughs> I mean, I think a big point of it is they're all like, all of them, start out as cocky assholes. Oh, for sure. Right, and so yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, they're oiled up because they're in the sun. Sure. It would be, anyways. Yeah. Um. Shall we work through? We'll work through the film. I am so pumped to work through the film with you. Okay. All right. Mm -hmm. So United States Naval Aviator. Mm. Okay. So right off the bat, I have a, a, a complaint. Okay. When he's in the bar with Charlie. Okay. When he first meets her. Mm -hmm. Start of the film. Sure. Or, or earlier on uh, in the film. Early on. Early on. Tom Cruise or Maverick mm -hmm. or uh, what is it? Pete Mitchell. Something, Peter, Pete, Peter Mitchell. Yep. Yeah. He already, at this point, like he does something that's such a, such a douchebag line. <laughs> Which part? Well, okay. So first, hang on. Let's, uh, he says, she's like, I don't know. It, he's talking about something. He says, you know, oh, um, I can't, I can't even remember. Mm -hmm. Oh, he, he, he introduces himself. He says, Maverick, mm -hmm. you know, I'm Maverick. Yep. She says, I'm Charlie. He says, I'm Maverick. Yep. Uh, she says, Maverick, your, your parents hate you or something? <laughs> and he's like, no, no, no. It's like, it's my call sign. And she mm. says, oh, you're a pilot, which is accurate. Mm -hmm. He is a pilot. Yep. But his response, instead of being like, yeah, I'm a pilot, is, yeah, I'm a, I'm, I'm a naval aviator. Like, hmm. corrects her with this ridiculous, <laughs> like... I'm not just a pilot, ma'am. I'm a naval aviator. 
Like, I, just to me, that moment, I was like, maybe there's a difference. Seriously? Like, maybe. Seriously? Maybe in circles, it's a big enough difference no. that people. No. I mean, they're already in the bar placing yeah. bets on. They're, they're already <laughs> treating women as poker chips at this point. Yeah. Oh, the 80s. Um, okay, so United <laughs> States Naval Aviator Lieutenant yep. Pete Maverick Mitchell mm-hmm. and his radar intercept officer, Lieutenant. Uh, Nick Goose Bradshaw mm-hmm. fly an F fourteen A Tomcat. Mm-hmm. That's that's what I thought it was when I saw it. Um, yeah, aboard it, it's the close, USS. It's it's close to the F fourteen A B Tomcat, but yes, easy yes, very similar. Yeah, different, a slightly different contour on the wing. Well, exactly. Um, uh, Tomcat aboard USS Enterprise mm-hmm. during. An interception with two hostile MiG-28 aircrafts. Mm-hmm. Maverick gets missile lock on one, mm. while the other hostile aircraft locks onto Maverick's wingman, Cougar. Mm. Uh, I mean, so right off the bat, the film starts you and they're in jets. Right. Um, now, is this one of... I mean, so something admirable about Tom Cruise. Sure is his dedication to learning how to do things <laughs> for stunts. Sure. Right? Yeah. He does a lot of stuff himself. He's gotten a lot of injuries from Ooh, right. from doing his own stunts, yep. right? He's he's the whitest Jackie Chan that any of us know. <laughs> right. And um but it like so I was the whole time I was watching the movie I was trying to figure out if this is one of those instances. Is mm. he flying the MiGs? So they're not the the actors are not flying the planes in this movie. The actors That's are what I figured. they are in the planes. Usually they were like in the back seat um and like right, okay. used to take footage actually mid flight. But ironically, apparently this is what I've read and I'm not sure it might be true, it might be false. The internet is what it is. Apparently, most of the footage that they used of, like, say, Tom Cruise or Goose, like, in the plane was unusable just because the actors were throwing up too much. Oh, okay. So. Yeah. Well, I mean, they're doing stuff crazy cheese. Yeah, that they're not used to. Um, Maverick gets missile lock. Blah, blah, blah. Cougar is too shaken to land. Mm. Um. Yeah, he kind of gets the yips, like he, like you know, near death experience, and, and like sees and, of and I had to, and... yeah, like we had to. I got really confused right off the bat. Right. Um, I felt like, like, I, I re, I rewound. I went back a bit yep. and and kind of rewind, and then got. Oh, okay, he's just shooken up from the. But at right. first, at first, I couldn't, I couldn't make sense of what was happening to him. Right. Um, and I felt, and maybe that's on me, but I, I kind of um, felt like maybe in that moment that could have been a little bit clearer. Yeah. Like, I, what exactly is happening to him? And that happened at one other moment in the film. You're not, too. you're not alone. When I've watched it with other people and it's their first time there, there's some, there's moments and that's one of them is where th- there's just some lack of clarity about who I'm watching at that exact moment and what's happening. And I, I guess it. For the 80s, it was a good movie. Sometimes some of the cut scenes or like the actual jet scenes are just, I find the shaky cam a little too shaky and confusing. So there's there's times where it is easy to get confused about what's happening. I've, I found all of the aerial shots incredibly confusing. Yes, um, yes. I found it hard to keep track of 
like I couldn't get I I felt like I was just having images flashed in front of me. I couldn't <laughs> I couldn't get a sense of where everyone was right. in in the right and and so the, but then I thought to myself and I was like, well, is that like is that just common of these types of scenes? And I don't mm. think it is because I was because I thought back and I compared it to something like um, the space like Return of the Jedi. Sure. When they're off and they're doing, and I'm like, no, no, no. I feel like Return of the Jedi mm. constructed that. Like, I, I, I don't ever feel like I'm lost. lost. Yeah. During a Star Wars dogfight. Right. Whereas in these, I was like, it was just, I don't know. It was just so much cutting back and forth, and I just couldn't figure out who was where or what was happening. Yeah. Um. Yeah. That's that's a fact. Yeah. Um. Maverick defying orders. Mm. Shepherds him back to the carrier. Mm-hmm. Uh, this this was a cool shot because he goes into land and then he, like the tires kind of touch down and then immediately he he speeds up and takes off again. Right. Um, Cougar gives up his wings, um, citing his newborn child that he's never even met before. Right. He was almost mm-hmm. like he almost widowed and 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 yeah. orphaned mm-hmm. the child um, despite. His dislike for Maverick's recklessness, C.A.G. Stinger, sends him and Goose to attend Top Gun, hmm. the Naval Fighter Weapons School at Naval Air Station. Okay, mm-hmm. so a couple questions. Sure. Or a couple, a couple questions and comments. Please. Um, comment number one is, um, I realized I've been mispronouncing the name... <laughs> of this movie forever. Uh, and, and I've been trying, like in the two days since I watched it, I've been trying to make sense of this epiphany so that I could explain it properly. And I don't know, I don't know if it's fully gonna work, but okay. right. I've always, whether it's been talking about the movie okay. um, or the um, infamous uh, roller coaster at Canada's Wonderland. Oh, sure. Um, which is now named Flight Deck because they're no longer owned by Paramount. Oh, Anyways, um, yeah. which again has always been one of my le- like I don't. I think that that <laughs> coaster is so overhyped. <laughs> I think the coaster and the movie have a lot in common, but <laughs> oh, um, oh. no, 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 just in the sense that it's overhyped. Sure, just that yeah, yeah. It's it's I've gone on it. Yep, and it's not awful. Yep, but it wasn't amazing. But it's it's probably it's a little jarring, mm-hmm. and it's kind of overhyped and not always worth, like, uh, it, it it may not necessarily be worth it depending on the length of the line. Right. Yep. Um. But so I've always pronounced the movie Top Gun, mm-hmm. and it turns out it's not Top Gun. Because hmm. I because I because I I was always approaching it Top Gun. As if it was like one word, as if it was like a title, Top oh, Gun, oh. right? Like he is the Top Gun. Sure. Whereas in reality, it's Top Gun, <laughs> right? Which, and this makes sense in my head, and I don't think it's coming across that way. I don't. But it's it's that that it's <laughs> it's not Top Gun, as in just a title that doesn't like where the individual words. Okay, here's what I'm trying to say. Okay. In my mind, I thought Top Gun as in the two words come together to form one meaning. Oh. Okay. Whereas in reality it's not. It is it's quite literally the top top 
the top gun. Yeah. The top, right? And so, I don't know. I just... I think you were reading too much into it. No, no, no. It's... it's, I noticed it because every time someone said Top Gun Mm -hmm. in this movie... (laughs) Instead of saying Top Gun, I'm not. Um, I'm not there. I'm... No, I know you're not. I know, but it's like <laughs> they just they they put an f- emphasis on gun. Okay, they went up with their voice when they said gun, oh, as opposed to down with their voice when they said gun. And they just they always pronounced it or put emphasis on it differently than the way that I always have. Mm-hmm. And it on this sounds bizarre. Yes, it, um, it really but it does. made me see it made me see the word Top Gun differently in a whole new right? light. Yeah, yeah, because instead of being Top Gun, <laughs> okay, it was Top Gun. Cool, right? Uh, anyways, yeah. yeah. So there's that. Uh, number two. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I agree with sending him. I don't know if I agree with sending him to, to the Top Gun program. It, yeah, I don't honestly like. It makes her a great movie story of having this kind of rogue, loose canon. But like, if he if he's not even obeying immediate orders, whether like you saved the guy, you and saved that's fantastic, the guy, and you but this is you the pulled military. something off amazing. You broke the chain of command. This is the military. Yeah, and in the military. There's not a lot of room for personal judgment sometimes. And and it sets a tone. Like if you give someone a promotion because they broke the chain of command, I mean, yeah. where does that lead? So our estimate, because mm-hmm. uh, we paused the movie, we looked it up, we did a whole bunch of sure. you know figuring out. Yeah. Um, in the scene where they're in the office and they're talking to Stinger. Sure. Um, the guy that plays Stinger, I'm trying to remember his name, mm. um, but he's the same guy that plays Principal Strickland in the three Back to the Future movies. Right. Um, oh, yeah. And so we looked up, because in this scene, in mm. these scenes, Tom Cruise towers over him by about three or four inches. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> right. When in reality... Yeah. <laughs> Tom Cruise is about an inch shorter than him. Really? And so we, yeah, so we looked it up. And so our, our estimate was <laughs> that in, in this film or in this scene specifically, mm-hmm. um, whether it was platform shoes or it was the box that he's standing on or whatever. <laughs> so box. Um, but they, but they brought, they, I think sort of typically they, in this film, they brought Tom Cruise's height up mm. by about four inches. Oh boy. Yeah. Yeah. He's um, not tall. Which I mean, I'm a, so he's five seven. Sure, and I'm five seven. Right, and I have no. I think this is one of the things I don't like about Tom Cruise. Okay. I have no beef with a short actor. Oh, for sure. I mean, I, like whatever. Like what? Yeah, you're not having a beef with someone's physical like characteristics. Like no. But but name other actors who routinely <laughs> are made to look taller in their movies so that they're either taller than the love interest mm. or they're taller than the other men in the fi- or, or you know the same height as the other like right. to me that just screams weak <laughs> yeah and, and whose decision is that like what what are we saying what are we saying by saying well the action star can't be five foot seven right right i don't know right That's like true. to me i think i would want to get behind the i would want to get behind the image of you know the the action star who despite his height always saves the day right i don't know not don't not know. always having size and heroism 
united. Yeah. yeah. The, the final question I have before we move on: What Please. is the purpose of the Top Gun program? Like, it, I, I'm I'm watching it at times, sure. and I'm thinking this is cool and competitive. Yep. Um, but this also maybe just feels like a waste of resources. Like it feels like a waste of taxpayer dollars. I mean, so that could be a bigger question as far as like military spending in general, whether it's a waste of money or not. I, I don't know, like logistically, cause I think this is based on some aspect of truth, like a true training, training program. I think it's my guess and I could be wrong. It's just in any specialty, whether you're in engineering or mechanic, mech- mechanic or whatever it is, there's like a you have like the best of the best that you want. And in, spe- in this case of the military, when stuff gets really sticky, you the best of the best that you can throw to make a hairy situation a little less hairy. I think that's all. It yeah, is. That, that's all uh, I can I say. I guess. Yeah. The one thing. Um, the one thing I want to say before we go on, because this is yeah. when he goes on mainland again and like arrives just before the training this the reason i love this movie so much take away the the jets the the amazing jets the stellar 80s soundtrack which is amazing but you you could make this movie about like workers at the mini putt at canada's wonderland and i think i would still like this movie just because our protagonist in this instance, where we're about to start here, he arrives in California, like on that Navy landing strip. He's passionate, full of joy, like fist pumping jets as they take off on his motorcycle. And he like it's all at no real cost or context. And throughout this whole film, we see Tom Cruise or Maverick and where he ultimately ends up and the change and the growth he's gone through. And the sacrifice on a personal, emotional, psychological level. And I think I like this movie because of its character growth and the characters interacting with each other more than like the fighter jets. Because we've talked about like the fighter jet scenes are confusing. Like they're they're not the best. And it's it's the character, the character growth in this movie that that's gold for me. And we'll get into that. Well, and I mean, there's a lot of character growth and and it's necessary because in the same moment that you're talking about when he lands on the ground, like we kind of realize, you know, or yeah, we we realize he is, he's full of passion. Yeah. He's full of excitement. Yeah. And he's an (laughs) arrogant, reckless ass. 100%. Yeah. It's like I wouldn't trust him. I like I. I wouldn't trust him to pick up my lunch, let alone <laughs> save the earth. Yeah, you know, because he'd try. He'd start juggling the the. Anyways. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Uh, at the bar a day before the Top Gun starts, mm. uh, Maverick, assisted by Goose, yep. unsuccessfully approaches a woman. Right. Maverick learns the next day that she is Charlotte mm-hmm. Charlie Blackwood, right. the astrophysicist and civilian Top Gun instructor. It took me it took me a minute, um, just because they don't like acknowledge each other in front of the other. It right. took me a minute to to confirm. Like I had my suspicions, sure. but I'm like, is that is that the girl from the bar? Is right. it the same? Which obviously it turns out to be. Um. I don't know. Maybe times have changed, but he like follows her into the woman's washroom, yeah, like that, and is made like yeah. I'll sprawl you out right here on the counter. Like, 
Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> like, was this acceptable? <laughs> in that moment. Was this acceptable well, in the past? Like, Exactly. In this moment, I'm thinking, like, um... Hey, maybe, hmm, like, no means is, no there, sports. This is, this is rape whistle territory if I've ever, like... <laughs> I'm kidding. Like, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, it's... There was nothing spectacular about the scene. The the of, bar like scene? of them in the bar, like they sing, and it's it's it, kind of fun. it's unrealistic. It's, it's exaggerated. So there's no way everyone starts singing. And oh, there's like no way in a real thing, no one would join in. Like one person might, no. and then he realized this is lame, and then just stops. Yeah, who the hell is this guy? Yeah, but right, and that would that'd be the extent of it. It's a movie moment. It is a classic scene. Oh, and sure. It's it's fun that this movie. We'll get into this later. But, like, it's the same song that plays at the end of the movie with, like, the credits rolling. And I've never been so, like, up high laughing at, not laughing, but, like, cheerful about a song played at one point in the movie. And then, like, emotional at the end of it when it's played again. Uh, Charlie later becomes interested in Maverick upon learning of his inverted maneuver with the MiG-28, which mm. disproves U.S. intelligence on the enemy's aircraft's performance. Right. Um, it's a really cool maneuver. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. And I want to talk about it at the end. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Because it's, it's one of my issues. Sure. With the film. Uh, during Maverick's first training uh, sortie, he defeats instructor LC, LCDR Rick Jester mm. um, through recklessly flying, breaks two rules of engagement, mm. and is reprimanded by chief instructor Viper privately. Mm. Jester, uh, Jester confides that he admires Maverick's skill but wouldn't trust him as a teammate in combat. So, it, it, again kind of similar you know yep. he breaks two rules right he goes below what is it the there is terminology here but he he mm-hmm. he goes below a certain altitude right essentially yep um and then he asks to do a flyby mm. <laughs> yeah they, they they tell him no right and he goes like you know similar Sim- similar to how he felt in the women's washroom <laughs> He had a well, no means yes. Yeah. Moment. Yeah. How how he, he doesn't does lose anyway. his pilot's wings here? Like I just don't get how many rules he can break. Right. And and like for sure, like at that moment, I don't know. I'm when they didn't get kicked out. My immediate thought was, um, like I think I think that was a damaging moment for me in the film because I'm mm. like, oh, so. <laughs> The Top Gun program isn't all that strict. Apparently not. Because you can be a total buffoon. <laughs> and they don't kick you out. They just they give you sort of a slap on the wrist. Right. Right. But, well, it seems um, that yeah. way. Yeah. And again, um, people are picking up. He's an incredible pilot. Right. Sorry. Sorry. Naval aviator. Naval aviator. And, um, <laughs> God, sorry. I'm so sorry. You and, keep confusing um, those. Yeah. And... Uh, <laughs> But he's reckless, yeah. and he's dangerous, mm-hmm. and nobody trusts him. Yep. Nor he, should they. Son, your your ego is writing checks. Your body can't cash. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Maverick also becomes rival to the Top Gun student LT Iceman, 
who is played by the second worst, well, third, third, <laughs> third worst Batman of all time. Ooh. Um, yeah. I didn't realize he played um, Batman until I he, looked it up a couple days ago. Yeah, he plays Batman. So the two <laughs> Batman that I would place as worse than him mm-hmm. would be George Clooney. Sure. And uh, and I'm going to piss a lot of people off here, but I'm really, at the end of the day, Adam West. It's just so campy. It's mm-hmm. so, anyways... And to be honest, um, I've, of these three, I've seen none none of them. No, I know. Yeah. You're awful. Um, <laughs> Am I, though? If they were bad, do I need to see them? Mm, yeah, you still do. Okay. As Maverick's <laughs> tendency to abandon his team and pursue reckless objectives makes him unsafe to fly with. Mm-hmm. And it's true. And it's it's a movie that... So this movie is was popular at the time. It had a cult following, and it still does. It had like a spin-off making fun of it. But it also has the concept of like this wingman, like don't leave your wingman behind, which is again also been spun off and like been kind of parodied in more recent pop culture. But oh sure, and I, I think they've referenced this film in so many other movies. So many movies, but the the underlying principle here is just like leaving your comrade or your brother behind, or like doing stupid reckless things and just not looking out for your wingman and right. You know. Uh, Charlie also objects to Maverick's aggressive tactics, but privately admits to him that she admires his flying mm-hmm. and omitted it from her reports to hide her feelings for him. And the two begin a romantic relationship, a romantic relationship, which I don't know. Like, there's a lot of moments where I'm like, I don't know if I buy it. It's, it, it's weird because they have like a little bit of a domestic argument where they're just kind of literally driving through the streets running red lights chasing each other and then like it just totally flips the switch and then they start making out and just going to town mm-hmm. and i i don't yeah even even I, I love this movie and even at that point i just kind of scratch my head and i go really okay is this is this the moment is this the moment that has the sex scene mm, no no that might the be sex later. scenes a little later on yeah the most what i'm putting down is the most awkward it's sex scene it just, in all of Hollywood history. It was pretty awkward. It's it it looks like a silhouette <laughs> of two snapping turtles rubbing tongues together. <laughs> and it's almost in slow motion. It's in slow motion and, and, and it's it's just it's like honestly, it's it's a silhouette of their two faces <laughs> with their their lips touching but they're both upright enough that there's right. kind of like this big open <laughs> void between their mouths. Sure. That that you just occasionally see their tongues come out and and fill that fo- like it's mm-hmm. so awful. It's yeah. It's so awkward. It is. Um God. During uh training shorty Maverick abandons his wingman Hollywood to mm-hmm. chase Viper who is impressed with his flying abilities, but is defeated when Viper maneuvers Maverick into a position from which his wingman, Jester, can shoot down Maverick from behind, Mm. demonstrating the value of teamwork over individual prowess. Yeah, and I mean, that's that's kind of the theme of the film. It really is, yeah. Uh, Jester publicly tells Maverick that his flying is excellent, but that he should never leave his wingman. Mm Mm-hmm. Like you said, that's that's the whole, yep, it's the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Um, Maverick and Iceman now direct competitors for the Top Gun Trophy mm-hmm. chase a A four in a later training engagement. 
Maverick pursues Iceman to break his to break off his engagement so that he can shoot it down, but Maverick's F-14 flies through the jet wash of Iceman's aircraft and suffers a flameout of both engines going into an unrecoverable flat spin. This was the other moment. This was the other moment where I had to go back and be like, okay, what's wh- like when, what's when they hit on? the water Yep. and Maverick's like, goose, goose, no goose. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, what is happening? Like, right. what's going on here? Yeah, it can be what, difficult what, to follow. What exactly was this failure? Mm-hmm. Um, but I, so it, it turns out like, what is specifically jet wash? It's, it's some, um, Weight turbulence is a disturbance in the atmosphere that forms behind an aircraft as it passes through the air. It includes various components, the most important of which are wingtip vortices and jet wash. Jet wash refers simply to the rapid moving gases expelled from the jet. So it's I it's just it's just bad news, I guess. You don't want to fly <laughs> Right. I I think it's yeah, it's like literally just going through the air currents and uh expulsion from the engine and i guess can interfere with your uh trajectory and your engine and other air air terms that i'm just trying to throw in as i ex- try to make some half-ass excuse of what it is <laughs> uh maverick and goose eject mm-hmm. but goose hits his jet jettisoned aircraft canopy head first and is killed so i i'm gonna stop you here for a second i didn't watch this movie as a child growing up so although i love this movie and i need to point out my bias with it it it, i watched it as an adult just within the last five six seven years and have grown to love it it's not like i watched it and then it's part of my childhood and it has nostalgia but this scene with uh, the aircraft ejection and the jettison and goose for me is personally one of my most emotionally charged scenes in all the movies I've ever seen. And really? that's just like just when they're in the water. Just when the can when the cockpit ejects and the music cues and you see kind of a limp goose in his parachute floating towards the water and you Tom Cruise swims towards goose and he's motionless and he's limp and he's just holding him when he waits for the medical evac. Like this to me, I am like so touched by this movie. I, if, if you if you aren't touched by it, and if you do have dry eyes at the end of it, I feel like maybe I, I'm not going to say okay. You have no soul, is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> but I was trying to like um, figure find, find a nice way to say that. But like I I when this whole scene was over, this is probably like this umpteenth time i've seen this movie i still my eyes were still welled with tears i turned to my wife she was welled with tears we were both so emotional after this like this scene it's not just like say we we talked about ghost a couple weeks ago and ghost there's some still very powerful scenes to me but i didn't find them as powerful as the first time i watched them this movie i've seen like 12 dozen times and it still gets me in this scene like i'm still emotional Right. Yeah. Um, and and that's just me. I that's think, just subjective. Like. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. I think in the moment, I definitely felt that impact. Right. Yep. Um, <clears throat> but I will say that, like, everything that they did afterwards, hmm. 
and I don't know. There was something like, and and there's yeah, there's emotional moments that follow, like when him and Carol are sure. are hugging and yep. and stuff. Yeah. Um. But I think I just, I, I feel like there's something awkward about their use of Goose's death. Um, like in, 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 from from Goose's death, from it happening to what it is that they're trying to achieve, and and the mm. character change that yep. it's. It, it just something about it felt either either rushed or melodramatic. I don't know. I don't yep. know what it was. Yep. Um, but but the person I was watching it with felt the same. Mm. And 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 I don't think we could really put, put your finger put our, on it. And and you know, I think we both maybe felt that like maybe he didn't need to die. Right. Um, you know, like maybe, maybe Goose is paralyzed. Sure. Maybe Goose will never fly again. Maybe right. Goose, right. um, and, and, and I, I guess we kind of asked ourselves, do you think that, do you think a scary near death stint in the hospital mm. would have the same impact? Right. No, that's a fair question. And I don't know. Also, also, it didn't fully make sense to me that like... I mean, he didn't. Maverick's done a lot of reckless things sure. in this film. Yeah. And for the most part, they've been consequence free reckless films. Pretty much, yeah. Or reckless things, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, and the biggest, most unfortunate thing that happens to Maverick, the thing that causes him to change his reckless ways mm -hmm. is something that wasn't even a doing of him being reckless. It's right. not even his fault. He's right. cleared of it. Yeah. So, th so I think maybe that's part of it is I'm just looking at it going, right. Okay. But why? Right. Like why? And like, it, it would make more sense to me if it was at his hand, if it was because he did something stupid. Right. Yeah. And and as a result, Carol held him. I think it would be more impactful if Carol held him responsible. Right. Yeah. Because um, yeah, she does. I don't know. Because they it have that conversation weak. where, like, you know, Maverick don't like Goose would have flown even without you. Don't feel responsible for this. Like, don't. Yeah. So, yeah. That would have been a very different, very different. Yeah. Twist. So everyone's telling him it's not your fault. It's yeah. okay. Move past this. Right. Uh, and instead, he's like, "No, I'm going to." <laughs> You know, like it'd be, it's, it just, I'm going to change my ways in regards to something that had nothing to do with this, right? Like mm -hmm. literally it was, it felt the same as like, oh, Goose is dead. Right. It's not your fault, man. No, no, I'm going to quit smoking. <laughs> what? Okay. I mean, great, but what's that have to do? So right. I thought Goose's death was really emotional. Right. And really hard hitting. Right. I just felt like it was like the overall act of him dying right was used poorly and i i admire you for actually like having the analytical approach to this because i think i think with me i'm just too subjective with this specific scene and this specific passing of goose just oh sure you like, have a bias I'm, because it's so emotional for i'm you. for me yeah like i'm just drinking the kool-aid i'm 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 just more thinking about goose as a real person as not from like a filmmaking perspective so I, I just think of Goose when he goes to talk, like to Maverick and he says that earlier in the film, like, hey, Maverick, like, hey, 
you kind of got to tone it down a bit. I'm not as talented as you. I can't like I got a wife and kids to, kid to think about. I can't get kicked out of Top Gun. We got to we got to just tighten our belts and get get going here. And right. just thinking about his fa- I'm I'm more just thinking about his family as Mavericks holding him and I'm just like an emotional wreck. But sure. But yeah, that's a fair point. I I think that's valid. Um, although the board of injury clears Maverick of his responsibility for Goose's death, he is now overcome by guilt, mm. and his flying skill diminishes. Yeah, he becomes he sort of flaccid in the air. He gets the yips. Yeah. yeah. Um, Charlie and others attempt to console him, but Maverick considers retiring. He seeks advice from Viper, who reveals that he had served with Maverick's father, Duke Mitchell. Mm-hmm. What a name. Uh <laughs> On the USS or or Oriskany, right? Uh, Which and and he prior to Maverick getting his advice, I think he he shows up like in the change room with Tom Cruise, like where he's mm-hmm. just wearing underwear. Which yeah, again he's like shaving. I, like I'm like, hey, could you just like knock and be like, hey, can I come in if you put a towel on, kind of thing. No, but, I mean it's no, it's locker room. Sure, okay. Right in like it, it's a locker room in the late eighties in the yeah. military. Like in, yeah. in it would probably be more realistic, yeah. um, because um, we see the locker room a couple of times a lot in this film. I think more. Um, than, yeah, and, and and I think a more accurate portrayal of this would have been to at some point have seen a couple of them walking around naked <laughs> or coming in and out of the showers or no, but I mean right. honestly, Fair. I think. Um, my, but my point was, I think that was told back. <laughs> he, he just comes in and he's, he's like, you know what? You just need to forget him. They'll, he's not going to be the first. He's not going to be the last. And it's like, holy Hannah general. Oh yeah. In that moment I found Viper's advice useless. Yeah. Yeah. And, and harsh and ridiculous. So yeah, ridiculous. For sure. Um, but yeah. So Viper reveals classified information. Which, hey, why not? Again, in that moment, I'm like, what? Like, he's like, I'm going to share something with you that could end my career. Exactly. Well, then, like, then don't. Then don't. Like, what? what is it about Maverick that's making you trust him enough? Like, what well, has he exhibited to it. be like, this guy's trustworthy? If this is U.S. classified information. Sure. It's not classified because, ooh, secrets are fun. <laughs> Is classified because this is like there's a reason they're not telling people this. Yeah. This is there's potentially sensitive information. Very like war. You don't inducing, just tell people like war inducing yeah. or people endangering information. Exactly, um, information that proves Mitchell died heroically and informs Maverick that he can succeed if he can regain his self confidence. Basically says, <laughs> your father died yep because he ignored orders yeah he did the same reckless save his friends crap that you do (laughs) right and he saved three people right and then he died yep so come on back son yeah what i yeah i guess the the whole father thing is a recurring theme in this whole movie like just because his father has this he's kind of has this reputation about him and maybe that's part of why Tom Cruise is acting out so much is to kind of prove something or reclaim his family reputation. But I, 
I do think it's a real quick flip of the switch that Tom Cruise hears this story, which could be made up. Like, Viper could just be making this up, being like, okay, I'm going to make up this story about your father that you won't be able to confirm or deny, and I'm going to make it so it's similar to you so that you just maybe pick up on it and change your ways. Like, Right, and, sure. when, and when in reality your father was tased to death in the <laughs> woman's washroom. Like... <laughs> your dad or was some, also a or perv. S- or, s- <laughs> or some such... Yeah, right? I don't know. Uh, yeah. Um okay. like yeah. uh, Maverick chooses to graduate through the program, sure. um, although Iceman wins the top gun trophy. Yep, he does. Uh during the graduation party, Viper calls in newly graduated aviators with the orders to deploy. Yeah, so basically like, hey, enjoy your cake. But, but don't enjoy yourself too much. Yeah, because it's time to go, boys. Um, <laughs> which uh, it was kind of an exciting... I think I was torn. I think I was like, ooh, yeah, man, like, straight into action. Here we go. But right. then at the same time, I'm like, oh, but come on. Like, yeah. that's that's convenient timing. And this, um, this whole movie, you have to remember, because you, I myself, who love this movie, watched this, and there's scenes, snippets, lines that I go, this is absolutely corny but then you right. remember at the time when this came out like there hadn't been all the parodies that took this and went a thousand miles with it like this at the time just was a movie oh sure yeah um but here's my question sure right so uh, yeah iceman hollywood and maverick are ordered immediately to return to the enterprise to deal with a crisis situation okay. providing air support for the rescue of a stricken ship that has drifted into hostile waters Mm-hmm. Prior to this graduation, who would have dealt with this? Would we have just been screwed? <laughs> you would think there would be like the pre- all the previous years graduates. Where's the previous Top Gun class? Yeah, like they at the beginning they they have like a whole trophy of the winner of each year. Yeah, so yeah, there's exactly. been like so, twelve classes. Right. So I'm just thinking like let them eat their cake. Why these guys? <laughs> no, no kidding. But maybe they were all maybe there were other fires to put out. Maverick and Merlin, mm-hmm. uh, Cougar's former RIO, mm-hmm. are assigned as backup for F-14s flown mm-hmm. by Iceman and Hollywood. Despite Iceman's reservation over Maverick's state of mind, um, the subsequent hostile engagement with six MiGs sees Hollywood shot down. Mm-hmm. Maverick is scrambled alone due to a catapult failure and nearly retreats after encountering circumstances similar to those that caused Goose's death. He ends up yeah. in a in a, a thing again. Whatever, yeah. 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 Great show. Um, <laughs> upon finally rejoining Iceman, uh, the two are still badly outnumbered, but Maverick vocally refuses to leave Iceman without a wingman. Yeah, he's like, it's very cheesy. He's like, no, never leave a wingman. Mm-hmm. It's one thing I've learned in the last week. <laughs> exactly. Um, and that my father was a hero. Uh, <laughs> and, lock and, the door, sh- and lock the door when you're shaving or else Viper's just yeah. going to come in and be a buzzkill. And manages to shoot down three MiGs. Uh, Iceman, shifting to a fence, also shoots down one. Um, not, not pulling his own weight at all. Mm-hmm. Um, 
which forces the other two to flee upon their triumphant return to <clears throat> excuse me upon their triumphant return to the enterprise iceman and maverick share newfound respect for each other they hug mm-hmm. it's, it's it's so nice they embrace um Offered by offered any assignment, Maverick decides to return to Top Gun as an instructor at a bar in somewhere. Can't pronounce that. Maverick <laughs> and Charlie reunite. Right. So, a couple things. Sure. Um, from a writing standpoint, there's such a weak moment <laughs> in the bar. Okay. So they start to mimic in the first time they're in a bar. Mm-hmm. And she's asking him, uh, you know, what his flying skills like. Sure. And he's like, well, you know, my first outing, I, um, I like, I crashed and burned. I didn't do very well. Right. And she's like, she's like, how, how would you do on your second one? Right. And he said, I don't know. I'll let you know tomorrow. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. Implying that he hasn't, he's, a, he hasn't done it, but he's about to. Right. Then at the end of the film, they meet in a different bar. And they kind of start to mimic that conversation, mm. right? When talking about the, the the relationship, right? She's like, ah, oh, it makes some comment suggesting that she's interested. And he's like, are you sure? My first time out, I crashed and burned. Mm. Um, and she said, well, what about now? Or how'd you do on the second one or something? I Something, right? Right. Um, and I, and I'm, I can't even remember what he actually says. Cause what he actually says is the wrong thing. He, he like <laughs> smiles and he goes, uh, I don't, I don't even know what he says. Mm. Um, but what he should have said in that moment was, I don't know. I'll let you know tomorrow. Yeah. Right. Like he should have said the line again. Hmm. And for being like <laughs> the last line in the movie, I was just so, I was like, no, come on. <laughs> I've never I've never also, thought of that, but that's a good point. Also, okay. the ending fight scene of this movie. Okay. Like when they're up in the air. Mm, yes. F- fell so flat for me. <laughs> Here's the issue. Sure. The most impressive maneuver okay. in the entire film yep. happens in the first five minutes. Right. And then we don't ever see it happen again. Right. Ever. Right. So Charlie has still never seen it. He, he hasn't proved to anyone that he can actually do it. Well, he had a Polaroid. Okay, great. <laughs> it's the 80s. Photographic trickery. Yeah, in the 80s? Yeah, man. I mean, it's possible, but it's not as common as like, he didn't just use like Microsoft Notepad or whatever. Um. So... The whole time, mm-hmm. like throughout this fight, yep. I'm like, oh man, there's he's gonna do some <laughs> ridiculous, crazy maneuver, and it's gonna be this one in a million. Like, right. it's Maverick, right? It's Maverick, and the odds are stacked against them, and he's gonna have to do something completely impossible in order to save the day, right? And he doesn't, right? He does the same breaking maneuver that he did back during Top Gun school, <laughs> he does a maneuver that we've already seen. Right. That is, I mean, maybe an impressive maneuver, but we've seen it. He's done it. He's already done it. Right. And and so I was just, there was no like slow motion, crazy maneuver, edgier seat, really crazy thing. Right. And 
And I was sure that there was going to be. How can there not be? How can you not have him save the day with this impossible uh, maneuver yeah. maneuver that even he didn't think was going to work? Right. It was a one in a million kind of, and it just didn't, like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I So after watching this film, okay. we immediately rewatched the trailer for the new one. Yes. And during the two minutes, yep. I was more and, and like, and this is serious. I'm not no, even. I'm no, not even just. Please, you know, yeah. during the two minutes of the trailer, I was more impressed yeah. and more <laughs> blown away by the maneuvers that they were showing me yes. than than the entire film yes. of the first one. Uh, two two things I'm going to say to this, and they're in agreement with you. I think all the fight scenes in this movie, to a degree, fall flat. I mean. I just, whether it's that you're confused, like you or I or Johnny down the street are confused with what's happening in each fight scene or just the shaky cam or just the angles. The, like, even the maneuver at the beginning where he, like, flips the bird and tries and helps Cougar. Like, there's times where it's like, okay, that's impressive, but it's still what's happening. What's what's going on? Um, So we stopped watching the movie and as well watched the trailer and i would agree with that then the two minutes there's more more impressive fight flight move like cinematography than the whole original top gun the only like thing when he, when he when he blasts up between the center of the two blowing them off mm-hmm. like do you know you know the shot i'm talking about no. when he's like he's he, he's because now he's in the in the trailer oh sure because okay, now he's yeah. the instructor yeah. and the two students are like oh okay so what <laughs> we're gonna fly around you know what I, and he like comes up between the two of them right um <laughs> kind of blowing them both off to either side and i was like yes like <laughs> that's cool right and i'm not even like i'm like action films don't do it for me right. i'm not this kind of nope. like no no you know testosterone or i need action shots and pump your chest you know whatever michael bay explosions but yeah yeah like i don't care that yep. doesn't do it for me yep um like at all no, no but no. if you're going to if you're going to put them in these fighter jets and say oh he's the best maneuverer like then show me that mm-hmm yeah make make yeah. it impressive the only thing but, i'm going to say and i don't think I will. I don't think this was the intent, but maybe it was. I will say there's maybe some importance or some significance to that final scene because, like you alluded to, he did dumb stunts and impressive stunts throughout the whole movie. And as the movie progressed, he matured and he changed. And maybe there's some significance that he was more even keeled than the fight final scene and didn't do some crazy stupid stunt. And there's more significance in that he was just a good wingman and a good team player. Well, so, but then now he's not Maverick. Hey. Now, now there's nothing. The fact that he's not willing to take the risks right. to pull off the impossible maneuvers. <laughs> yeah. Now he's just, now he's just another flyer. That's just aviator. That's just the way life is. It changes you. Because I'm watching, like, you know, again, that maneuver from the trailer when he blasts up between the two, and I'm thinking, that's reckless. Right. Is that not dangerous? Yeah, yeah, I guess. Like, is that not, a, <laughs> like, that could have gone really wrong. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't know. Um, the only things... All in all... Yeah. What? The only things I want to add, just about what okay. I love about Adam. this movie. Adam. Adam, man. Adam. Insert him. Um... I love... Slide them in. So there's the classic lines like, hey, son, 
your ego's writing checks your body can't cash or i feel the need the need for speed there's all these like tagline quotes never leave your wingman um but there's also the classic scenes um love it or hate it there's the weird i classify it as a weird volleyball scene uh the great balls of fire with meg ryan who plays um goose's wife um, kind of yeah, kind of a very back burner role. Very very back burner. But to me, my I think my favorite scenes, um, both for the nostalgia factor, the music factor, and also just the cinematography, are all the take my breath away motorcycle montages. Just because right. they are there are some very very good amazing shots that are used that like are panoramic views of like the daylight like of either the sunset or the sunrise and just the horizon and just from just an admiration point of view i i I love these scenes just everything that kind of works together the the emotion of the character and these scenes the visual the audio just all kind of comes together and infuses my favorite line in this movie is meg ryan's a, a line of meg ryan's oh really which one? Um, and it's just small and it's subtle, but it was it was so Meg Ryan. Okay. Um, Did she? And, where she said you've got mail. No. <laughs> um, and and it's a line that Charlie steals and she says it later. But okay. I'm like, no, that didn't work as well for you. Okay. Um, but when when Meg Ryan looks at Goose and says, "Take me to bed or lose me forever." Mm, right. And it was just this like yeah. it just gave this kind of fun playful like gave yeah. told you everything instantly told you everything you needed to know about mm-hmm. the the relationship between goose and carol right which um, which for and me, then charlie's like yeah. charlie says to maverick like take me to bed or lose me forever and i felt like saying no <laughs> shut like that's not your line that's you stop like you you just heard that somewhere didn't you, you <laughs> line stealing like come on right say something better yeah you Anyways. got it no, and again, add it to the reasons of why I just emotionally break down during the goose scene. Right. Yeah. Was that his kid? Yeah. Are they yeah. Are they married? I Is Goose think and Carol married? So I didn't. I'm I'm not sure. They are together and have a child. I I assume they're married because it's the '80s, but I don't know. Sure. Um. Yeah. What would you give it out of ten? I'm just curious. Hmm. That's interesting. I hadn't thought of this. Um, I can I can give you some trivia while you decide. No, I I've got an answer. I think okay. I would say seven. Cool, that's fair. Um, which is which is high. I'm actually um, like I'm I'm so content with you giving it a seven. Yeah, because I wasn't um, sure. It's high, but but I I've uh, yeah I I've definitely got criticisms. Oh, um, for sure. Yeah, and, and and heck, I even do too. Like it's not a perfect movie, but it's a it's a valued movie by me. Right. Yeah. No, it's not. It's not Titanic. <laughs> For many reasons, it's not. Although, mm-hmm. actually, but the funny thing is, he does Heart of the Ocean the do- uh, goose's dog tags at the end. He's like at the end of the ship when he drops him in the ocean. He does. So, I yeah. mean, James Cameron, do get your own eat thing. your heart out. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So. I've got a couple trivia questions for you here. Great. <laughs> uh, no, sorry, that's not meant. That wasn't. You know, yeah. <laughs> After the film's release, actually, no, I'll go with this one. Real shots of fighter jets at twenty-eight thousand feet were used, which meant having the cooperation of the Pentagon and the Navy for this movie. 
The only thing that the production team actually had to cover was the cost of jet fuel. So okay. the Pentagon covered everything else, like the time of the, you know, the pilots and the actual, like, just time and labor of using these planes. And they covered, like, the missiles that were used for, sh- like, the shots of the movie. My question to you is, how many missiles did the Navy allow the protection team to be fired for the filming of this movie? So for all the, oh. for all the fight scenes, how many missiles do you think they went through? I'm just trying to think. Like, I'm. There's no way I'm going to be able to count. That's all right. And I'll I'll let you be within like five or ten or something. Like it does. If you say forty-seven and it was forty-eight, I'm not going to be like you're wrong. I'll be like that's good enough. I'm going to say. I'm going to say thirty. Thirty. Okay. That's not good enough. Just because it's too off. Um, okay. They used one <laughs> missile and then just used the same shot over and reversed it and doctored it and just used it over and over again. Oh my gosh! Yeah. That makes okay. That makes way more sense. <laughs> I guess, but it's also kind of cornball. Like, yeah. But I mean, yeah. I mean, CGI wasn't an option. No. And no. If the military says you can only have one, then you can only have one. <laughs> yeah. Like, what, you know, what do you do? What do you do? And apparently, so just as a side note, just as far as using footage and having limited footage, like they were at the mercy of the Navy and the Pentagon, and they, they said, this is the footage you have because this is the allotted time you have with us. They wanted to make right. a sequel because it was such a popular movie, but they used all their footage to make the first one, so they just didn't think it was feasible to u- reuse all the footage to just doctor right. up some crap second version of it which now it's not an issue because it'll all be cgi computer yeah yeah um i've got mm, i'll ask you this I, i'm i'm it's not the best trivia I'm, I'm i'm gonna say it right now but how many oscar nominations do you think this movie got oh gosh yeah it was in um, 1986 okay in 86. Mm-hmm. Uh, Academy Awards? Oh, like Oscar nomination. Correct. So, yeah. Hmm. I don't know if it's best picture material. <laughs> Hard to say. Some might say so. I think Corey Buzo might say so because he was all over our social media page, just liking this movie. Right. I'm gonna. I'm gonna say. Th- I'm gonna say three. That's a valid guess. That's that's fair. It was close. It, it was four. Um, oh, okay. Best, what were the categories? Uh, best sound effects, editing, best film editing, best sound. Right. And then the only Oscar that it actually won was best original song for "Take My Breath Away." Oh, okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Oh, I'm just so happy we got to talk about this movie. You have no idea. Christmas came early. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is, yeah. yeah. I mean, so ultimately. Yeah. I'm 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 glad I've seen it. Okay. I might never watch it again. I don't I don't have a and that's the beauty of film, right? Like we can both watch something. I know for a fact I will absolutely watch it. I'll probably watch it even again before... Well, maybe not. But I, there's a chance I might even watch it again before I see the n- new one this summer. But I, right. but And you will might walk away and never watch it again. And I think that's cool. That's fair. Mm-hmm. Okay. Cool. I agree. <laughs> right. Are you going to ask me a question? 
Um, chocolate or vanilla ice cream? Vanilla every day, twice on Sundays. V- vanilla or French vanilla? Uh, probably just vanilla. Ooh, why? Yeah. Um, you know, it's very close. Like if you gave me either or, I wouldn't complain. But I just okay. prefer it. Yeah. What'd you watch this week? Ah, there it is. I th- I'm trying to remember. I think I just watched two movies. The movie you recommended okay. and my recommendation to you, I think. So okay. the movie I for sure watched was Knives Out. The 2019 right. romantic comedy. Okay. Um, yeah. I, you know, I liked it. It was a really, a really fascinating movie. Um, okay. I was super drawn in from the start. It was captivating, mm-hmm. captivating throughout. Yeah, there's times where you think you know a little bit more, then it turns out maybe not so much, maybe a bit more. And it never, you never kind of go into a lull of, well, now I know too much information. I'm just not invested anymore. Right. I, you don't know this about me, but you spe- you specifically picked a movie that I liked the genre of like so i i'm so into this genre you don't even know i grew up watching mystery yes i grew i literally was raised and grew up watching murder she wrote and this premise reminded like throughout watching this movie the premise reminded me of it so much and i absolutely like i paused the movie and was so pumped when there was the did you notice the easter egg in the middle of this movie in the middle um, of, in the middle of this movie what was the nurse's name marta oh i don't know doesn't matter whatever the nurse's name she comes home to her mother and her mother was watching murder she wrote in spanish in their home oh really i absolutely just was i loved it i loved that easter yeah, egg I've, that i've never seen it and so, which is fine I, and only someone like me would appreciate such an easter egg and i just was i loved it but anyway the whole movie itself very interesting twist to the who done it um, just cause I feel like those movies are good, but they're usually maybe told from a different vantage point where you don't have as much information and it's just in the final scene where you're brought up to speed. This movie, you, you know, different snippets throughout and it's obviously you don't know the final thread tying it all together until the end, but it was, I, I felt it was a very fun and interesting twist and good. And to be honest, I, I, I this movie kind of snuck up on me because I, I just kind of thought, oh, Daniel Craig, blah, blah, blah. And then it just started receiving all this attention. And then I now know why it did. So I gave it mm-hmm. an 8.3 out of 10. Absolutely loved it. Great recommendation. Fantastic. I'm assuming you, you liked it too. Obviously, that's why you recommended yeah. it. Yeah, it's so good. It's so good. It is so good. And star-studded, like everyone is in this movie. Yep. Yeah. Um, the only other movie I think I watched was the recommendation for you this week. Okay. This is a movie I've been meaning to watch for a while. Um, it's, I, I liked it. Um, I hope you like it. It's on, it it received a lot of attention. It's part of a series, you could say. Um, it made a top 100 list of the movies of the last decade. It's it's a animated film, Paddington Two, and it's I, I I was pleasantly surprised. I'm not sure if I'm going to watch this specific movie again, but I'm glad I watched it and I want to share it with you. And uh, it is part of a series. You've seen other movies in this series, I believe. Oh my gosh! What? 
Nothing. What is it? What do you think it is? I think it's Paddington 2. That would be a valid guess and a valid, like, at some point we do need to watch it. It's actually oh, okay. Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Oh, it's so good. You've seen it? Oh, yeah. Son of a... Dang! Yeah, I've seen it. Ah, poop. For some reason, I thought you hadn't seen it. No, no, I've seen it. Oh. Yeah, it is I good, I mean, it's, though, ki- eh? it's kind of part of a series. It's a standalone. For sure. It's, um, it's, it's part... It's... Yeah. Sorry, man. No, that's okay. I'm, I'm so disappointed. I mean, I'll, I'll still watch it. Is that and... okay that it's my recommendation? Like, would you still watch yeah. it this week? Oh, totally. Okay, yeah, I'll watch it. I, yeah. I, 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 it's okay. Like, I don't need to worry about ruining anything for you. But I actually laughed out loud when there's the little reference to Spider-Man Three at the beginning. Yeah. Like I actually. Well, laughed. there's a reference to there's a reference to like all of them. There is, but just because of the farcical like yeah. music dancing i i actually laughed out loud and so and can we so can we put this on the list of one more nicholas cage film that you really like pardon me nick cage what what about him he's he's the noir spider-man <laughs> no way Go back and go back and watch just like a couple of, or like look it up on YouTube. Oh no way! I like it's the pieces are connecting in my mind, but I yeah. had no idea when watching it. Yeah, it's Nicolas Cage and um, oh. uh, who was it that oh. plays Fat Peter Parker? Um, <laughs> Jake Johnson. No, Jake. No. Oh, Mahershala Ali is in this. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I just watched this and didn't like yeah, look Jake anything Johnson. into it. Jake Johnson plays Fat Peter right. Parker. Oh, wow. There's um, actually an incredible cast in this. Chris Pine is Nick, in this. Chris Pine. Uh, wait, is Chris Pine Fat Peter? They each play a Peter Parker. I'm right. not sure which one. And I'm not sure which one either. Which one? Wow. That's so but, cool. Um. Okay. Yeah. I guess I'll take that. Like, yeah, that's a good movie. And Nicolas Cage is in this. Sometimes, mm-hmm. like, and I don't know, I really want to go down this road because there's some dang good Nicolas Cage movies, but there are also some really crap ones that I'm wondering if I should just watch so I can recommend them to you so that you can just <laughs> be aware of what's out there. But that's yeah, that's another discussion. Do, do a whole episode on it. We Hey, I'd be down. Anyway, wow. Uh, what'd you watch this week? So I watched Parasite. Oh, yeah. And I'm only going to say one thing. Okay. In English or Korean? In English. Okay. Um, I think I just don't like subtitles. You know, that's fair. That's fair. I mean, you know, so, uh, you know, and 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 that that should inform you pretty much of what my experience was. Oh. <laughs> I just, I just, you know, like. Oh. Okay. I appreciated the film. Yep. I would have liked it a lot better if it was in English. Right. Um, just because I was constantly, like, I don't know. I find it it's impossible to fully give your attention to the visuals if you're also reading subtitles. Fair. That's fair. Yeah. Uh, you know? So you just lose. You do lose something. Yep. You know, so. Unfortunately, that is a factor, right? You know, but... I appreciate it for what it was. I okay. wouldn't have given it best picture. I don't think it's the film of 2019. Um, and I think we come back to it again. That's just film, right? One 
we yeah. see different things in it. Yeah. Um, but you know, it okay. is what it is. Okay. Uh, do you, I watched... do you, did you regret watching it? Like you didn't think it was the best picture. There were some flaws with it, but was it like, okay, this, no, I like... mean, I think the only movie I've ever regretted <laughs> watching was lost in translation. What? <laughs> okay. All right. Fair enough. Where I was like, like what, like, why? What's just no payoff? What it never? What? Which of the two? What about I Love You, Man? Was that like between Lost in Translation and I Love You, Man? Which Which is better? Oh, I Love You, Man's better than Lost in Translation. Oh my god! Okay, all right. I I just right. I don't think you like. I fundamentally hated Lost in Translation. Apparently, apparently. What was the movie I just recommended to you that I was like? That was like Lost in Translation, wasn't it called yeah. the? I wrote it down. It's the, it's about well, the musician. It. It's, it wasn't a recommendation. It was just a suggestion. Oh, was it not? No. Oh. Um, it was about a musician? Yeah. And they, they're, I think they're like musicians and they're both like in Norway or something. It's a indie film. And. Oh, oh yeah. Once. Once. Yeah. Is that? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. No, yeah. I haven't watched it yet. Um, I watched a film, which is. 70 years old Ooh. Um, called Lady and the Tramp what? and I'd never seen it before yeah I'd never seen it so do you want to know a little fun fact about Lady and the Tramp I do I've not seen it either yeah it was it was pretty good and I would cool. have to say like so I we watched it on Disney Plus oh um, sure Fa- which uh, means guess, it's yeah. it's bizarrely sharp and crisp and <laughs> right. vivid right for a 1955 film right um and also they've kind of pulled the aspect ratio so that it is widescreen and it just makes it feel like this like it's yeah you wouldn't think oh i'm watching a a 70 year old film right right so it was good cool um finally and my recommendation to you which i really hope you haven't seen okay is a sean connery film Ooh. yeah do you like sean connery uh depends it's uh case by case dependent okay i really like this movie okay um and i hope you will too okay it's called medicine man no not not seen it no okay so it's basically i'll give you a, a quick little rundown yeah um it's about a field researcher mm-hmm. who lives in the amazon rainforest cool lives and works among a, a tribe in the Amazon rainforest. Okay. Um, and he has sent for an assistant and some more equipment hmm. um, because he has, through a um, through an extract of a local p- flower, hmm. he has created a serum which is knocking out tumors in the course of about 24 hours. Wow. He's found, he's found the cure to cancer. Dang. Um, and there's not a lot left of the original serum, and none of the new serums work. Ooh. And there's a road coming through, which is going to devastate the area. And there's like there's so, it's, yeah, there's just a lot to it. I'm actually um, really intrigued. It's really good. It's a 1992 film, so it's it's a, a film of my birth year. Yeah, um, must which be means good. I'm I'm t- tied to it just through that. Well, everything <laughs> everything from 1992 really. Um, yeah. Um, but no, it's good. And, um, 
there's there's a lot of nudity in it. Oh. Um, only because they're like this was 1992, sure. which means they are like the person I watched it with um, yeah. made a comment about um, made a comment about the nudity and and like the accuracy of the the tribe and where they were and stuff. And I and cool. and I replied by saying they did, like they didn't have to strive for accuracy in the tribe. This is this is a tribe, right? Right. Like it, it's 1992. They would have shown up in the Amazon rainforest. It's all shot on location. Right. They would have shown up in the Amazon rainforest and they would have said, we're here to film. Right. Right. And they would have paid them somehow. They would have given them like, you know, American dollars wouldn't have done anything <laughs> for them, but they would have, they would have somehow through food or through whatever they would have, you know. Right. Re- reimbursed them um and then they would have taken off and probably leaving a big footprint from having done mm. the film and and leave the tribe worse for wear right uh, but that was i mean that was you know that was our film ethics board like there wasn't a lot of rules around that hmm. um right so but no so real tribe hmm. so you'll see a lot of a lot of bare butts a lot of topless women yeah. um but What's they're their tribe it's a tribe comes right? with the territory um yeah so very good movie highly recommended cool yeah, I'll check it out. Yeah. Um, do we have a wingman we want to give a shout out to? Absolutely. Okay. Do you have one? I'm. 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 I don't know him that well, but I'm gonna go Corey Buzo just because he. I think he like was the tipping point of helping Top Gun win. So Corey's a badass. He seems like it just on that one thing that I know about him. Yeah. Actually, no, I that's not never... true. I've met him a couple times. Actually, that's he. He is a pretty cool guy. I would never ever go fist to fist with Corey Bizo in a dark alley. Um, like as your wingman or against him? Against him. Okay, yeah. But would oh, you yeah, go I'd, with his wingman? Oh yeah, he can be my wingman anytime. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I wouldn't be his. But he could be my wingman. Um, okay. Yeah. I think I know what you mean. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. We'll just we'll shout him out. Okay. I'm happy with that. I'm very happy with that. Okay. Sweet. Until bye ne- then. Until next time. No, no, no. Just say goodbye. Until next time. No, 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 no. Bye.